in the event of your death. Yes, supposed to not be mentally Welcome to the first In Event of Your Death podcast. I'm Anne. And I'm Kitty. <laughs> and this is a true crime and supernatural podcast. Um, but we can't promise that we will not have any conversational rabbit trails. Um, but yeah. Uh, we really haven't set an official upload schedule, but we should be posting every week minimum. I think for these yeah. next few weeks, we're going to be oh, yeah. shitting on all of you with our posting. So, so. many. <laughs> Spamming. Be prepared for lots of shit. <laughs> um, so, if you want to send in your own spooky or malevolent happenings, please write to us at ineventivepodcast at gmail.com. We would fucking love to hear it. Please do. I don't care what it is. And we will address this again at the end of the podcast, just to remind you. Oh, yeah. But we want anything. Anything mm-hmm. at all. Yes. Um, And then our Instagram is the same. It's ineventivepodcast. And then I feel like... Yeah, so if you can send us any, also any just obscure murder cases or, like, topics that you want us to cover that, like, we'll do a couple, like, relatively un- well-known ones, but we would like to do more ones that, like, we've never heard of or we mm-hmm. think that most people in the same, like, true crime yeah. area haven't heard of that much either. So just any obscure murder, mur- murders, murders, murders <laughs> would be fantastic. So if you think of anything, if there's something that you're, like, super into yeah. then hit us up yeah pretty much whatever you would want to hear on a podcast because i'm guessing our only following will be like true oh, crime yeah. and supernatural yeah so we trust your judgment exactly you know, whatever you would want to hear because we're very picky people oh yeah yeah so we might reject it idea, we, but, we might but as of right try. now i can guarantee you we will not <laughs> exactly <laughs> we might just like make obsessive fun of you but uh-huh. be ready for that okay? exactly be okay with it it's an honor submit bitch <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like that's about it, and I think let's get into it. Okay. Yeah. We gave a teaser in the Minnesota, which we have deleted now because (laughs) it got fucked. We're going to redo that. Yeah, we're going to redo that (laughs) one. Um, And... I feel like that's about it. It's about... I'm not even going to give a teaser because we're going right into it. Yeah, you're going to know. Yeah, um... I feel like that's about it. We'll announce everything official at the end if you stick around that long. So please do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Okay. So you about ready? Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to step back into the 1920s in Los Angeles, California. Swing bands are playing in the street. Flowers are blooming and everyone's holding hands and skipping. (laughs) Also, children are left unsupervised at all times. And there's no problem with that, of course, because what could go wrong? Nothing. Uh, nothing well, at all. That's why we're telling this story. <laughs> exactly, because everything is super happy and yeah. it ends really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, unbeknownst to nine-year-old Walter and his mother, life is about to take a dark turn. This case is an absolute mindfuck, and it's really heartbreaking. So get ready for that. It's the case of Walter Collins and the Wineville Chicken Coop Murders. Yeah. It's, was it Wineville or Winneville? I couldn't remember. I heard it pronounced Wineville in okay. the movie. So oh, okay. I'm going to say Wineville. Is it two N's though? No, just one. Oh, it's, it's one. Okay. Wine, V-I-L-L-E. Okay. okay, sorry. So I think it's Wineville. Okay. okay. There was two N's for some reason. I don't, I don't know, know why. Well, you know. There's not. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Okay. 
This whole story was made into the 2008 movie called The Changeling, not the 1980s one, which is, I'm pretty sure what I said in With the- With Angelina Jolie! Yeah, exactly! You did say, you did yeah, in the teaser I said but, 1980, but it's not. It's 2008 with Angelina Jolie, and it's so fucking good. I cried multiple times. It was times. very- But also, the teaser was in the Minnesota, which we probably won't So you won't even so hear it. You won't even so know I was right the whole time. <laughs> anyway. You're so intelligent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so this movie honestly had an immaculate cast, as we already say. said. It was Angelina Jolie. She plays Walter's mom, Christine Collins. And she does it so well. She, oh my god, her acting in this, oh, it's good. She's the reason I cried. And just the fact that she already looks like a corpse. <laughs> no. really, really helped her out. Really helped with the whole grief <laughs> part of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And also John Malkovich, which I wouldn't recognize my name, but he is a famous actor. Look him up. You probably know him from something. Was he the cop? He was the yeah. reverend. Oh, oh, uh, that yeah. was trying to help her out. Which Rev- I, he was in a lot. He's yeah. in a lot. He's in a lot of the movie. I didn't mention him as much because there's really nothing about him in like any factual articles about this whole case. Maybe but he invented him. I don't know if that was like dramatized for the it movie. It probably was, but he was. But he, I, wow, fucking fantastic! Let me so tell you. good. Watch the movie. Yeah, and also Watch Amy it. Ryan is in it, and she's in um, a bunch of stuff. Wait, so. Amy Ryan? Yeah, she's the chick from mm, The Office. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's, like, in a bunch of other things, too, and it's really cool. So, it's a really good movie. You should watch it. It's, it's so good. on Amazon. And I'm really picky when it comes to movies. Oh, It's yeah. a good movie. It was so good. It yeah. was so good. Anne cried. I did not. But... <laughs> well, you know, that's how it normally goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So, first, I'm... Okay, so we're going to be talking through the movie, but I am going to be mentioning what is more factual based on what is more just, like, dramatized for the movie. So, first... We meet Walter's mom, Christine. In the movie, she's a single, hardworking mom, and she's trying to make a living for her and her sons. uh, Or, sorry, just her son. She has one kid. Um, And she's thriving in her job as a telephone operator, like, supervisor. And so she's in, like, a really high place in her job. She's doing really well. Like, overall, seems to have a happy life with her and Walter. And they both live in what seemed to be, like, a tight-knit community. She knows some of the other neighbor kids. Like, she knows her neighbors. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody kind of talks to each other, and it's very, like typical what I would picture to be the 20s like. Well, because it, they, like, yeah. Leave their doors unlocked and talk to their exactly. neighbors. And leave their screen doors open. Yeah, exactly. Because, well, yeah. And it seemed like in the movie, I'm not sure if this was in real life, but mm-hmm. the guy who came to evaluate her and her son right. took her around to the neighbors and asked, is this Walter? Mm-hmm. So the neighbors clearly knew them. Oh, they knew. You know, I'm not yeah. sure if that was accurate or anything, but still, it was interesting. Exactly. Yeah, no, they knew. Everybody kind of knew each other's business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she's super happy. Her son is super happy. They both live... Um, in a tight-knit community. Um, everybody knows everyone. The neighbor kids play together. Um, one of the points in the movie where it differs from the actual story is Christine's husband. So Walter J. Collins was actually an ex-con before Christine married him, and he changed his name, actually. So his name is not even Walter J. Collins. I can't remember what his real name is, but he changed it after he had been arrested and it's, released. Um, it's D.B. Cooper. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he didn't even tell Christine about his, like, sordid past. She does, she, she didn't even know. I think she probably found out eventually. Hopefully. But he didn't even tell her, so she just fucking married this shitty-ass like, guy. Yeah. Imagine, oh my yeah. god. Well, and it kind of does. It doesn't yeah. lead to anything, but it kind of has an influence mm-hmm. in the story later. But, um, yeah, so he didn't even tell Christine about all that. And later on, when they were married and had Walter, they he was working at the nearby prison. Um, he worked in the cafeteria. And so that, like, kind of has a role to play in it later. But it wasn't super, like, upsetting that they didn't include that in the movie. It's not, like... Right. Yeah. But anyway, so 
On that fateful day, March 10th, 1928, Colin and his mother planned to go to the movies since she didn't have to work that day. So she wanted to spend the day with him. And then at the last minute, she got called into work because they didn't have enough people or something. And so she postponed their plans, went into work. She ended up working overtime and got home later than she originally planned. So she was, like, nervous. She was trying to get back to her son because she was like, I just want to be with my son. I left him alone at home. Mm -hmm. Um, Did they ever say how often, like, had she done that before? It seemed from the movie that that was the first time because she seemed very nervous about leaving him there by himself, which makes sense because he's literally nine years Mm -hmm. old. So, yeah, she, in the movie, it said that she planned to, um, have the, she told the neighbor to check in on him Mm -hmm. and make sure everything was okay, but Mm -hmm. they didn't really ever show us what the neighbor said. If, I'm sure the neighbor saw him, thought everything was okay, left, and then he, started like this he went out or the movie what are you talking about this is the movie okay. i'm guessing is what happened i don't know if the neighbor actually did check in on right. him in real life but right yeah so um she arrived late at home and she was calling around for walter inside the house and was wondering where he is trying to find him and then there was no answer so she searched every room she didn't find anything and so she frantically like goes outside starts like calling his name this is all in the movie and she I forgot about the sandwich though that was in here. Did you notice that? I don't remember the sandwich. So, when she left him, she said, um, you have a sandwich in the fridge for lunch. Mm-hmm. Or something. Oh, and it was still there. And when she came home, she checked the fridge, and the sandwich was completely yeah. untouched. So, he left so soon after I'm she I'm sure left. that wasn't real. You know, I'm well, sure that didn't really happen. Yeah. But I'm sure there was something similar. Like, right. She something, knew something she was wrong. She would have known where he was. She was like, he did not touch this. He right. was supposed to. Exactly. You know, something like that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. she knew something wasn't quite right. So, she was walking around outside trying to find him, talking to the neighbor kids, like, have you seen my son? And nobody had seen him. And so, which seems really weird because if he'd went out, he would have gone to like go out play right. with the neighbor kids or like go exploring somewhere and they would have seen him, but yeah. nobody saw which him. Which I feel like is kind of important for later based on, mm-hmm. you know, when things tie together. That exactly. That confuses me. Yeah. So maybe you'll explain it. But according maybe. to the movie, it confuses me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was probably not helpful for you guys. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> so yeah. So after she, and then she went outside and was searching for him all night and then eventually she came home. It was super dark. I don't know what time it was. It was really late. She came home and she called the police and just so heartbreaking. The police literally tells her, they're like, we won't really even look into this until like tomorrow morning at the earliest. Like 24 because, hours. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time we don't even look into these cases until 24 hours later because, you know, like nine times out of 10, the kid comes home in the morning. Everything's explained. Like, it's just a misunderstanding. She's like, no, my kid's like, Walter's not like that. Like she, and even just from watching the first like 10 minutes of the movie with him in she it, she knows you her know. son. Yeah. And also, and she knows her son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so they're just telling her like, you know, every parent says that blah, blah, blah. It never yeah. turns out like that. He's probably fine. Yeah. And so she's like really discouraged, really upset. I'm oh, yeah. sure she didn't sleep at all. Um, and I'm sure she didn't for a long time, you know? <laughs> exactly. And during this time, the LAPD was actually under investigation for some shady stuff that was going on. So, like, some sort of scandal or corruption. I couldn't find <laughs> I out exactly what happened. Chief, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. There was some questioning about the leadership mm-hmm. in the department. Yeah. And so that was really, like, later on it becomes very clear. Like, yeah, I can see that mm-hmm. because there were morons. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're wonderful, and we are so grateful to have them. Yeah, well, everybody in the 20s in the legal system was kind of a moron, so, um, yeah. And... <laughs> you don't sue me. <laughs> you don't sue me, even... Yeah, anyway. 
Um, so yeah, after they, she talked to them on the phone the previous night, she, they called her back in the morning and then they started looking into it because he still hadn't come home, of course. And let's see here. It's almost like she knows her son. It's almost like she knew that was going to happen. Crazy. So weird. Oh my God. Like, imagine that was your dog. You know, oh it just disappeared. God. Yeah, and it, no, like, no. Like, the animal police were like, eh, eh, 24 hours. Then he'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah, of I'd course. Like, I, don't, I, I actually don't care. I'm sorry. Um, right? I know my dog. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What are I you would calling? literally say those words. But, yeah. Uh, which yeah. is why I feel like I connected to her, because of course mm-hmm. we don't have kids. Right, exactly. But our dogs are our it's children. basically like my son. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when my cat went missing. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Uh, were you? Actually, anyways. Yeah. That's another story. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's terrible. But yeah, I can't even imagine like what she was feeling at this point but yeah so one of the theories that wasn't mentioned in the movie is that walter's father he worked in the cafeteria of the prison like i said and he suspected that a prisoner that he had ratted on for like some reason or another because he did that to like multiple prisoners he mm-hmm. like was would... he like um an in, in, in intel i i think informally he was like okay. he was in the cafeteria so he could probably hear stuff or see stuff going on and, and then he'd report it because yeah. he was obligated to yeah. and so he thought that a prisoner that he had ratted on and had found out that it was him had took walter for revenge so nothing ever came of that theory but that's what they kind of thought in the beginning which is yeah. horrible because when they're taking him for revenge like you're not gonna ever you're see not. your son again especially 24 hours dead. later yeah oh sir, he's gone already mm-hmm. yeah nice try um, yeah, and then another thing not mentioned in the movie is that there's another theory. So, a gas station attendant in Glendale, California, his name is Richard Struthers, not important. I will never mention him again throughout this entire episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he doesn't matter. <laughs> no one cares. Um, he had a disturbing interaction with a couple that stopped for directions, so they stopped into the gas station okay. room, talking to him, and while he was talking to them, he noticed in the back of their car was a dead body. No. Wrapped in newspaper. And it was a kid. He could tell because it was a small body. Wait. Is that another case? No. I don't. Did nothing ever came of it. Oh. Nothing ever came of it because they never found them again. And right. so that tip came in. And so they stopped at the gas station. He saw it. He had somebody else that worked there follow them. They followed them. Okay. They stopped in front of the police station for a few minutes and then sped off and went on their way. And the guy didn't follow them past that. But so random. I know. Well, and what's even weirder is when the police questioned Richard Struthers about this, he identified the body as Walter. Like, he thought it was Walter in the back of the but car. But he said he was wrapped in newspaper. Yeah, so that's why I don't know if he was really able to identify him. Yeah. And obviously not, because, like, you'll see, like, right, it'll be right. explained it'll later. Be, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It, I think he falsely identified him maybe well maybe it was like it happened the same night so he was like that, that right. would have had to have been walter because yeah. this is the 20s and nothing bad ever happened exactly <laughs> this is the only bad thing that's ever happened in my whole life uh-huh. so yeah we've been working at a gas station <laughs> exactly we've been being a fucking gas station uh-huh. and i'm sure it was a very enjoyable experience wait to... wait sorry for mm-hmm. context which town in california was is walter collins from la and this was, what was it? In Glendale. So I don't know how far away that is, but I'm either, sure but, okay. it's pretty close. I couldn't remember if it was California or New York. In California, so yeah. yeah. So it's in the same state. So it wasn't far, so it could have been, but probably yeah, not. Probably not. Because nothing ever came of it. Yeah. And then another tip about a boy with a couple, and he was begging for them to let him go, but nothing ever, nothing ever came of that either. And so those two don't really match up because in one the boy's alive and the other the boy's dead. Right. So I don't know what order that happened. Which is just alarming because Mm -hmm. I I would hope in our century now, if Mm -hmm. those tips were to come, we'd be like, 
okay, we need to look into that too. Yeah, because who knows? That was probably another kid that was being Mm -hmm. kidnapped by somebody else that's doing fucking who knows what. So it's so sad. But yeah. And then around that same time, like a couple months later-ish, other children started disappearing too. But there wasn't any connection made between all of these cases until pretty much the end of it when they found who did it. So... Two brothers, right, Right. exactly, yeah. So two brothers, Nelson and Louis Winslow, went missing. Um, They lived in Pomona, also in California, um, a couple months after Walter was taken. So the movie focuses on Walter and Christine, so we don't really see anything about those two boys. boys. And I didn't really find anything about those two boys either. Um, But they were taken. with old cases. Exactly, yeah, Yeah. because there's just really not a lot of background. But it was really interesting because apparently those two boys' parents received letters from them saying that they had run away to Mexico and would not come back or they were going to stay missing until they became famous for being missing is what I gathered. And how old were they? They were 10 and 12. Oh, because I have that thought when I'm (laughs) 10 and 12. because that's normal. Like, okay. (laughs) It makes me so mad when in cases it's like, it Mm -hmm. turns into like a, whenever they get a letter, I just, I don't like it. It just, it never makes any sense as much as the, like, as much as the perpetrator tries to make it seem authentic, it never no exactly never works out. So yeah. I don't why know. don't send letters? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so five months later, um, they found the police found a boy named Arthur Kent in DeKalb, Illinois. Um, so when they picked him up, he like his father had abandoned him, and he like was just kind of by himself. So they're like, "What are you doing, kid?" And so after further questioning, he revealed his name to be Walter Collins. A nine-year-old boy from Los Angeles, California. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, oh, after further questioning. Yeah, yeah. So what At first, he was like, my name's Arthur Kent. And then later on, he was like, I just want to protect my father. because mm-hmm. So I lied about everything because I was afraid of, like, my parents getting in trouble or something, which uh-huh. doesn't, I don't know. Anyway, so Christine is ecstatic beyond belief because the police come to her and tell her, this is your son. We found your son. He's on she the train. She hasn't seen him yet, though. She hasn't okay. seen him. No, the no. They exchanged letters, though. The movie didn't say that, but oh. they exchanged letters before he came home. How many home. do you know? A few. I'm guessing right. probably one or two. Yeah, like they I, probably each got two or something like right. that. Right. Okay. And she paid for him to be brought back to L.A. She why paid for the show train that in the movie? That's because, because that's absolute garbage. Like, why would you have to pay for your own kid to be returned back but to But also, you? this is a woman and who I'm sure does not have that much money, and she's paying for no. her son to come mm-hmm. back and yeah exactly yeah. no it's so sad so she paid for him for the train ride back and so um let's see she arrives at the train station and there were police officers everywhere there was press everywhere trying to cover the story mm-hmm. and so she with this huge commotion behind her walks up to the train platform and her son gets off the train and she sees him and I I think they hug. I can't remember, but I don't think so. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing that she says to Walter is that this is not my son. Right. Well, Immediately she knows. She's and, like, this is not my kid. Yeah, and for imagery purposes, it was interesting in the movie to watch um, as she was going towards where he was. So she was, like, running frantically down the train, looking at every window and mm-hmm. every, like, exit door. Exactly. And then even before... She is, like, right next to him. She sees just his silhouette stepping out, mm-hmm. and she already, she slows down. Yeah, she, she knows isn't exact, so, right. Like, everything changes about her, mm-hmm. because that's, like, that's the thing, and it, they'll try and paint it 
completely differently, but a yeah. mother knows. Exactly. You know? No, like, she knew instantly. There was no question. Yeah. I mean, if you were to put my dog, I hate to bring this back up, <laughs> but if you were to put him in a crowd of other dogs of the yeah, identical yeah, breed, tell. I would know who he is. Yeah, exactly. It, from far away, you know. Like, right. So it's like that identification yeah, and maternal factor. That even just, stronger with, like, yeah. having a kid. Like, Oh, yeah, because you birthed that thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> and, but, oh, yeah, I just... So I, sad. I don't know if it's because I'm a girl that I can relate to this oh, more. Yeah. Well, but it's just that like, empathetic, like you just know, like yeah. how much that much yeah sucks. And which was the hardest part about the movie because yeah. the audience watching, of course they know, right? But they exactly. also see her distraught, like yeah. just breaking, well, just like, like going downhill mm-hmm. from that point on, and yeah. it just sucks to watch because whatever yeah. we'll get into it I guess. yes exactly oh my god it's terrible but yeah so there was nothing that she wanted more than to be reunited with her son but this is this is not her son and she was fully expecting to see her son walk off the walk off the train but mm-hmm. you know yet again she's like completely heartbroken like, imagine that well yeah. what was this um a couple, this was how five many months weeks? later oh this after was he was months. taken yeah exactly <sighs> Oh, it's so sad. And then in the movie, like, the kid recites his home address, like, says that Christine is his mom, and, like, all of that stuff. And so it, like, seems, like, for a second, you're like, oh, is this, but is this him then? Right. And so the police are just like, Christine's in shock. Like, you're just in shock. You don't know what you're seeing. Like, it might, he may look different to you because it's been a little while mm-hmm. and people change and you're, you're, you know, you're in shock. You're in shock. Like, uh-huh. just piling on that just false, you know, she's not in shock. She knows. She's not, well, and the weird thing is, is like, if you, if I were crazy, okay, mm-hmm. and I, this, if this was me and I was actually crazy and it was like, my kid, mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever feel compelled to say that's not my son. Right. No exactly. matter how skinny he was, no matter yeah. whatever. If there was a chance that yeah. she thought, I think this is my son, but she I don't know, she wouldn't have said, this is not my kid. Yeah, no. Yeah. It takes a lot for you to know like, mm-hmm. and the way she thought about it. Yeah. It was like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. I feel like I hopefully this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. It's just because I've seen the movie, so I know. Yeah. Every, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so she like still wasn't buying it. Like no amount of convincing, she was still very doubtful. And I think she started to doubt herself at some point because she oh, did agree too. to take him home. Yeah. She took him home on a trial basis, according right. to like how his name is. Um, Captain J.J. Jones. Okay. So he convinces her, like, you're crazy, basically. Wait. Take this kid home and you'll realize and you'll come back to rational uh-huh. thinking. But he convinces her or he uses his status to submit her yeah. into an agreement? Because it would be really bad <laughs> press for the police department <laughs> that's already we're, under we're, investigation we're. to be like, we brought the wrong kid that home. That would be... Totally not corruption. No! Oh. I don't see any problem with this, actually. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So, yeah. And you can just see in Angelina Jolie's eyes that she's, like, totally embodying the trauma mm-hmm. that Christine was going through. Yeah. And, yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's so good. It was so. She was nominated for <laughs> an award. Um, From it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she it was so it, good. She was nominated. It was, like, two hours and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's all worth, worth it. it. Completely. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing I wanted to say as well about her taking him home 
was I wonder how much of that was her um, just going along with it as mm-hmm. opposed to okay this kid clearly is here out of right. bad circumstance I think and I both. feel the need to take care of him a little right. bit because she never was like do. well maybe he's my son she was like you're no. not my son I'm gonna prove it but I'm gonna right. take care of you because you have nowhere else to go yeah because yeah. I mean as hard as it would have been I probably would have done the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. You know? well, what I mean, what do you need that kid? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, knowing what I know now, I would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. But, like, it, it, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so several weeks go by, and she finds more evidence that this is not her son. She gets, like, physical evidence that this kid is not Walter. So he's, like, three to four inches shorter than the last time that she measured Walter before he went missing. Mm-hmm. And so the kid is shorter. They, in not in the movie, but in actuality, they compared dental records. No, they did in the movie. Oh, they did? Oh, I didn't really remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they compared dental records. They had dentist. It wasn't yeah, the yeah. same. It wasn't Walter. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so obviously enough concrete evidence to be yeah. like, clearly yeah. we well, need to keep looking. And I think significantly in the movie, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, his teeth are different. It was like he... I think this kid had a either this kid or Walter had a split in his teeth right because they were talking about the nerve mm. and how that wouldn't just disappear right exactly um, yeah so well, I'm not stuff sure. that's like provable that wouldn't have changed right. in five months right so as well as did the other thing come into oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. uh, I didn't see anything about oh, it okay I, I feel like we should tell that yeah that so was interesting too in the movie Walter was not circumcised mm-hmm. but when she got that other kid back he was. And so they were telling her that like, oh, you know, people do all kinds of fucked up things to kids, basically. Yeah. But she's like, uh, I don't think so. Right. And also they said, um, they, well, no, they didn't say, but they got super, like, uncomfortable when she said circumcised mm-hmm. versus not. Yeah, it was and like, I think oh, that we don't lot, say that. Yeah, I think it had a lot to do with the decade, which mm-hmm. then proved or pushed more ideas about her because she was so comfortable with discussing that. Right, exactly. And that's, yeah. at least that's what I noticed. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. No, they started to, like, discredit her yeah. already, even yeah. though... And in that, in that moment, I was like, well, I wish Walter was circumcised and right. this kid who came back was not. That would be so much Because you can't reverse easier. that. No. Oh, yeah. that's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she had all of that evidence, and he still d- didn't believe her. And she keeps going to the police explaining there's been a huge misunderstanding. She tried to make it work, but this is, like, definitely not her kid. So even with the physical evidence backing her up, Captain Jones tells her that she's a terrible mother. And um, she's gotten – basically that she's gotten used to life without Walter – and so now mm-hmm. she is like, oh, I wish Walter wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And basically insinuates that she's, like, fucking other dudes. Yeah. And now she doesn't want a kid around for that. Yeah. Because in the movie, my one of my favorite lines. There are so many coming from Captain Jones. Oh, but so good. Um, he was like, well, you, I think you left him that one day for work because you really just loved the idea of being a free working woman mm-hmm. with nothing to tie you down. And yeah. then you got used to that after he went missing. And exactly. it's just like, well, because unmarried we women that, that make their own livings, right. like that would be right. already a reason to discredit her in yeah. that time. And I, I think that would have made it a little bit, I'm not sure because I know in the movie they made her unmarried and mm-hmm. I think that almost push the narrative more. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it because that's not it. true. No. But it dramatized it enough where mm-hmm. you almost feel more for her, kind of, right. like, and her strength and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. obviously stay married if yeah. you can, but... <laughs> but I mean... But yeah. I mean, it takes, it takes two to tumble. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, so she's going to the police and telling them that there's been a huge mistake. They obviously don't believe her. So when she persists, Jones has her committed to the L.A. County Hospital under Code 12, which I guess is something that they use when, like, someone is deemed difficult or, like, an inconvenience Ooh. to the police department. So I that's according to Wikipedia. But, yeah, I really don't know why that's a code in the first place. It seems, it seems a little irresponsible. Um, so in the movie, they tell her she can't leave the hospital until she signs a contract that basically just admits that she was completely wrong about everything. The police had no responsibility and blah, blah, blah. Anything that happens, the police are not responsible for. And that, um, they did everything they could to bring her son home. Basically just recanting everything that she knows is true. Mm -hmm. Like they're asking her to lie for the sake of the reputation of the police department. But how did they get her to sign a paper saying that she was lying? She didn't. They said, you can't leave until you sign this piece of paper. Oh, oh, we're talking in the mental facility. Right, in the psychiatric ward. in, the sheriff's office. No, like, in the hospital, they're like, you are not allowed to leave until you sign this piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, let's see here. Yeah, so the hospital is obviously a horrible place where they imprison a lot of people that, I don't know, from the movie, it seemed like they were completely fine. Mm-hmm. And at the at end of the movie, right? Exactly. I'm sure there's some people that needed to be in a healthy, like mental hospital. Yeah. Not this one because they are mm-hmm. just literally mistreating them, and most of them are fine anyway. But they're treating them like they're crazy, and right. it's just not a good place for anybody, regardless of what they need. So exactly. And so they, yeah, so they treat them horribly there. So she stayed there in the hospital. Until the truth came out about her, Walter, quote unquote, who wasn't actually Walter. He's Arthur Kent. So and the first name he told the police was his actual name. Right. Did um, they ever go into, like, anything that actually happened to her at the hospital? Or was the movie just fabricating? I feel like, I don't know. I'm sure there was a little bit of dramatization yeah. of it in the movie. But honestly, it doesn't seem far from the truth. I didn't see anything about the actual conditions. Just that she had to stay there yeah. until... Yeah. The Arthur Arthur Kent kid confessed yeah. and admitted that he and wasn't Walter. In, yeah, important to the movie, like because I'm sure this can be like appropriately um, applied to what we have right here, right. aside from the movie, mm-hmm. is that she was just heavily abused and manip- manipulated, you know, by the staff and mm-hmm. the patients, and they did this like nasty test on her, which. Oh, God. Wow. You know, yeah, like, uncomfy. Are, yeah, and, like, it's their number one thing to degrade. Yeah. Because, oh, like, yeah. that makes you it just, it, you know? If you weren't crazy mm. before, or if you didn't have mental health problems before, yeah. you would after staying there. Right. Well, and they force-fed her drugs because mm-hmm. she didn't want to take anything because she Which knew she was Which basically to, like, put her in a more subdued state. Yeah. So she wouldn't yeah. be more, like, she'd be more likely to give in to what well, they were asking of her. It, yeah, and the interesting thing about the hospital is one of her friends that she'd made mm-hmm. was like this more sane you act the crazier they put her in there because she was a sex worker i'm pretty sure no it's because she had um two abortions that oh that's forced right upon her by her husband yeah. it sounded like and they basically like treated her like As she if, was yeah. a prostitute yeah. because they were yeah. Yeah, obviously that and wasn't then, good. Yeah, and then later on the both of them were electrocuted. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a actual term for that in mental institutions, but I can't remember. I don't either. It's like um, electromagnetic shock. Yeah, shock therapy. Shock therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, and so that story? happened to that happened to her friend and it almost happened to her mm-hmm. and then 
the pastor guy who didn't really come right. later came in and like stopped it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's the context of the movie. Right, um, and there really wasn't a lot about the actual hospital's conditions, no. which I'm sure is really hard to find because a lot of that is hidden. Deep, deep I think. Down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if that would be easily accessible, but anyway, yeah. so no details on the hospital, but yeah, so she stayed there until Arthur Kent. Um, the truth about him came out. Mm -hmm. And he only confessed after a handwriting analyst confidently stated that the writing samples from Walter and Arthur's handwriting samples were obviously not the same. So... Like, he wrote his R's differently, which was mm -hmm. consistent with kids that were taught to write in Illinois, and Walter's no. handwriting was consistently kids in California. So it was, like, weird. even state-based. Like, That's they could so tell. Weird. I know. It's so cool. Like, yeah. handwriting analysis would be... Interesting. Fucking cool. Yeah. But. Well, the other thing I wanted to say also... Um, yeah. Is in the movie, she brought in his dentist and his teacher. Right. Which I feel like she probably would have done in real life, too. Yeah. So, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring that up later. That's like, people know but that yeah. that's not and her teacher. Teacher. His teacher, especially. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. that's what happened in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, basically, the whole reason that Arthur was running away from home, his home in Illinois, he was trying to get to California to meet his favorite actor, Tom Mix, who I don't know who that is. I don't know, but, but they apparently <laughs> it was worth it, worth totally. the, the whole deception, totally. but right. yeah. And then along the way, like, along his journey to California, somebody mentioned to him, like, oh, you look like that missing kid from California named Walter Collins, and... When the police picked him up, he was, like, drew inspiration from that and was, like, he just decided to tell them, like, oh, no, I'm Walter Collins, because then he knew he could get to oh. California. So it wasn't the police who forced him into that belief? No. Well, there was not. some speculation about that. Okay. Like, there was, there's not concrete evidence of the police specifically said this, because they never got caught for it. But he, the kid basically was, like, kind of insinuated that it wasn't his idea but oh, okay. I just saw that in one of I the mean, websites. It, it would seem odd for a kid that young to... Right. Yeah, um, that doesn't seem like yeah. a natural instinct, but also he seems kind of crazy because... Yeah, well, he had, yeah. like, a con father in the movie anyway. Right, exactly. So I wouldn't surprise if he picked anything up and yeah. fabricated it to his own I'm sure liking. his home life wasn't amazing because his dad didn't even come to pick him up. It was his stepmom that came to get him. Yeah, in the movie and yeah. in real life, too? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. So I'm sure not everything is fantastic there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so he's running to California to meet Tom Mix, and somebody mentioned him that he looks like Walter Collins, so the police picked him up, and then he decided or was, like, encouraged to say that he was Walter Collins, and then, because he wanted to go to California anyway, so mm -hmm. the, the police were like, say you're this kid, he would have been like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. And so... um yeah, so he reportedly expressed no remorse for his actions or all of the hurt and pain that they caused. Um, and since Christine knew he wasn't her son, it was just all a game anyway. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Because that, it's such a fun little game to play, yeah. to pretend to be someone's son and, like, make them think well, they're insane. Well, their real son is yeah. probably just And they weren't looking to him yeah, because, because they found him, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and Which then, is a lot of the movie, too. Right, it's yeah. so sad. Like, she just knows, and she knows it's not this kid's fault, or she thinks it's not this kid's fault, but she's, like, constantly mm -hmm. trying to figure out what happened to her son. And Yeah, so only after they, like, proved that Arthur Kent was not Walter Collins, then they started looking again. But it was a long time. Like, like they should not have waited that long. Wasn't it, like... Two years or... Oh, I don't, I I don't think... It was not that long. It yeah. was, like, 
I think it was a couple months, maybe. Okay. But that's still a really long time. Right. Oh, yeah. To keep... Because he's probably like, not... likely dead by now. Yeah, exactly. Sure. If he wasn't before, like, he definitely mm-hmm. is now. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so, let's see here. Yeah, so once that happened, once Arthur Kent went home, then she was released from the hospital. Okay. Yeah, not even when he confessed, but when his no. stepmother arrived in California from Illinois by train... Only then mm-hmm. was she allowed to leave the hospital because, yep. yeah, it's just, it's so sad. Um, cool. And then later in September, so this is still in, this is in May, no, it's in like August. So I guess. Well, it was five months later. And five months after March. March. Yeah. So, so I think, that, yeah, that's August. April, May, June, July. <laughs> yes. <That's, laughs> yep. August. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> And then, yeah, so a month later, um, the police's attention were was brought to a man named Gordon Stewart Northcott. So he had, so the mom, okay, so he had kidnapped his 15-year-old nephew, Sanford Wesley Clark, from Canada. That's where him and his family lived, and then um, Gordon lived in California. Um, they find out, they found out that because the mother and sister of Sanford, who had gotten kidnapped, were still in Canada, called the police to report it. And then even, like, during that, Sanford's sister, Jessie, actually went out to the farm in Wineville, California. And that's where Gordon lived. That's where he had Sanford kept. Mm-hmm. And to see what was going on, she actually stayed there for a couple of days. And the on the surface everything seemed like fine because she like stayed there overnight and it wasn't like oh, did she see I'm, Sanford? Yeah, she saw. Yeah, oh, yeah. So because he was the employee was he was there voluntarily. Exactly, exactly. Wow. But she figured out over the couple of days that she stayed there that Gordon was sexually and physically abusing her brother, and he even tried to attack her. And so it was like very clear that something really bad was going on, and she could tell there was something else. Like it wasn't him just being an abusive ass mm-hmm. asshole. It was, right. like, there was something else going on. And this was reported after the fact? Or was this reported, like, before they even were had their eyes on him? Oh, no. It was, um, I think this was reported after the fact. Because they hadn't, like, looked into it yet. But, but if, she, I don't if know he attacked sure. her... Right, exactly. I, That's I was trying to go check it, it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know when it got reported. It might have come before they had gone yeah. out to look for him. Yeah. But, yeah, so... She found all that out, and then she got away. I'm really glad that she did. I don't know, you know, why he did that, honestly. Cause did, did it say how he attacked her? It just said she, he attacked her. So well, Considering yeah. we'll find out later, yep. I feel like oh, it yeah. was probably pretty brutal. Yep, I would say so. Yeah, so a few weeks later, Sanford, um, he did, an, it, like, a few weeks after his sister's visit, he ended up going to the police himself. And because this was kind of towards the end of things when they, when everything was starting to die down with all the disgusting things they were doing. Wait, so did Sanford actually confess? Did he he actually do all of that? He did, but I don't think he went to jail. He didn't go to jail in the movie. He didn't go to jail in the movie. He just threatened the kid with that. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I, and I couldn't find anything about. No, I shouldn't have. I would expect, like, I would expect them not to. I, honestly, it makes sense. It's he's a minor, and, and he's a boy, and he's a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight white males can do no wrong. I mean, I'm not into that theory, but for this no, timeline, it, it makes works. sense for this time yeah. period for sure. So, yeah. yeah so, um, Gordon Stewart Northcott had kidnapped Sanford and was physically and sexually abusing him, and he also forced him to watch and sometimes participate in the murders of Walter Collins, 
Nelson and Lewis Winslow, who are the two brothers that I mentioned before. We're going to Mexico. And there was um, another kid from, I guess, from Mexico. Like, they, maybe the town was in California, but he was living in Mexico. I don't really know how that happened. But the kid was decapitated, and they found the headless body of him somewhere. So that was also connected to him. Okay. I okay. think, yeah, yeah. Um. So was there actually, did it tell you the amount of victims he's supposed to have? It's it's same as the movie, okay. up to 20. Okay, that's Maybe a little she only more. She mentioned four, so Maybe. I was like, did they dramatize it? They could only convict him for three, which <laughs> really sucks. Well, at least it was long enough. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I'm glad with the ruling that they came out with, but yeah. anyway, yeah. So he murdered all of those boys and many more. We don't even know. Like, it's probably around 20 because that's what Sanford said. Mm-hmm. So he was testifying that there was probably around 20. But, yeah. yeah, so there could have been as many as 20 just brutally abused and murdered on the farm. And when they went to search for evidence, they found um, several, like, different things. Like, there was, like, a Boy Scouts, like, patch or something like that. Or something a little kid would have. Mm-hmm. And, like, a couple other things. And then they found, like, just this totally decomposed bones buried. And that's because he put quicklime on them. And so when it, like, I read about it, but something in the chemical interaction with the moisture yeah. in the ground, it, like, turns into, like, corrosive. It'll decompose the body super quickly. So it probably would have been hard to tell how long ago they had been murdered. I don't know. I don't know how that forensics works, but I feel like that would make it more Mm -hmm. difficult. Especially if um, Walter was in there. Exactly. Yeah, and they don't know. Like, there were so many of those, like, bones and bodies that didn't even match up and were, like, just totally unidentifiable. And so, yeah, nothing nothing on the farm ever really specifically pointed towards Walter Collins. They never found any evidence that was like, oh, yeah, this was him. Right. And so we don't really know, like what happened but yeah we'll talk about that at the end but in december both gordon stewart northcott and actually his mother sarah louise northcott were um arrested and because there was evidence that she had been his accomplice like she was helping him hide from the police when they were going out to arrest him and just some other things that was just very clear she might have been involved or at least knew about it it would make more sense on Mm -hmm. his terms like it's his you know psychological like yeah just oh, fuck up, that you whole know? family is like not, not the kids, not the nephew, and no, like but the parents, North, but like they're oh my god, it's really very messed up. So yeah, just based on the things that they said, which who knows how much of that is true, but I'll right. go over that. Okay, good. Just gonna say, yeah, <laughs> it gets crazy. So yeah, so um, both. Gordon and his mother, Sarah Louise Northcott, were arrested. Gordon confessed to killing five boys, including Walter Collins. Mm -hmm. However, later that day, he recanted all of that. Except one he admitted to, which was Alvin Gothia. I don't know which... They didn't really tell me the backstory on that one, but it was just one of the kids that he did murder. Mm -hmm. And that's the only one he confessed to. Um, Yeah, it was super weird. But, yeah, so he, like, totally recanted all of that. And then his mother did confess to delivering the final blow to Walter, like, finishing him off. She killed oh, him. Oh, she's got two now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did they not put that in the movie? I don't know. It would have made it so much better. It would have. It seems so much more fucked up this way. Like, it is more it, fucked up yeah, this way. Exactly. It sounds like reality is fucking, uh, fucking yeah. nuts. The <laughs> truth is fucked. So, yeah, over time, though, like, oh, and she also buried, confessed to burying him near the chicken coops, but there was, like, a bunch of different burials around that, oh, and yeah. none of them, it was all mismatched, and it was just impossible to identify any yeah. of them. 
So, um, over time, her story became muddled and conflicted, as well as there was also never a clear and consistent confession for the boy's murder. So she confessed to it, but then kind of was like, oh, no, I didn't do it. But yes, we did do that. But Mm -hmm. no. And it was just super confusing. And, um, okay. So, yeah. So the mother, Sarah Louise Northcott, she, her story became muddled and she, was not staying consistent. So despite all this, though, she was sentenced to life in prison with no trial. Whoa! No trial, bitch. No trial for you. But yeah, Damn. and then... Get, she get had, reported. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> and reported. Yeah. <laughs> she had no chance for parole. Like, this woman was destined for a life behind bars. And I praise the justice system for that. I do, too. But also, how much of that was... Because of the fact that she was a woman. I I'm, mean, true, but yeah, that's what my question I really is. Why didn't she get a trial? Yeah, well, she would have been convicted, but why right. didn't she get a trial? Yeah, I don't understand feminism now, but I do very much understand it then. Oh, yeah. You like, know? feminism during that time. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I was shit on it for days. Uh-huh. So, that, yeah. yes, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that she was a woman, that she didn't Absolutely. get a chance. Uh-huh. I'm surprised she got a trial. I know. Maybe she didn't. It might have been right. because of the fame of the case. Maybe. And because it was such an intense case. I don't know what their, like, ruling was during that time, like, what the process was, if there were exceptions to the trial by jury. I'm assuming that when they have that big of a case, they actually have to try. Right. So, exactly. that would make sense to have a trial. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but they didn't, so I don't know. I mean, I'm cool with it. I feel like she definitely deserved it, but, uh-huh. yeah, and it gets even more, like, oh, yeah, please lock that woman up. Uh-huh. Um, excited. Yeah, so, um, the trial with Gordon, she was involved in it too, obviously, because she was involved in the murders, but Mm -hmm. um, they were an absolute mess. Like, Gordon fired his attorney and represented himself, which is a classic serial killer. I know, it's classic (laughs) Ted Bundy, just out here to make it great again. I guess it's actually tech. Uh, classic. Oh, classic Gordon. Yeah, because he did it first. Oh, Go Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, fuck you, attorney. Get out. Uh-huh. I'm going to be my own goddamn attorney. So his key statements were that he did abuse those boys, but it was because he loved them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrifying that he would say something like that, first of all. What a righteous man. Honestly. He really seems like he's Everyone, Got take a knee. Oh. This guy's got it figured out. Yes, I love the bitch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, no, I loved them. And that's why I raped them and murdered them. Right. And forced my mother, well, not forced my mother, but my mother was involved in it. And so was my nephew. So, yeah. I mean, gotta be honest, when I feel love for my family members and friends, mm-hmm. I do only want to kill them. Oh, that's all I that's ever think all about. I think about. Yeah. So, if I killed you... Feel special. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. we have a couple people on the on Oh, yeah, the there's a couple people on the list. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, um, yeah, so after, so he fired his attorney and said all of that shit. That's absolute garbage. And then he went on to say, so there were all kinds of stories tossed around about Gordon and his mother, about how she's actually his grandmother, because her husband raped her daughter, and Gordon was their kid. So technically, she's not his mom, she's his grandmother. Right. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was true. I don't know what to believe right now. I know. It's fucking weird. And then um, that's how Gordon was born. And then there was incest and molestation and all kinds of horrible things. But there's really no way to, like, know which of them is true. Right. But But it just shows how fucked up that is. That they would say that, even if it isn't true. And also the fact that I'm not sure when he was arrested how old he was. But I'm sure in the movie they would have stopped that. He was, like, in his 20s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. He looked really young in the movie. Yeah. So I'd assume they wouldn't stray very far from the actual facts oh, yeah. of that. No. So that would mean that his great grandmother, or mm-hmm. sorry, his grandmother was. Yeah. If he was 20, she mm-hmm. was like 80. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, no, she wouldn't have. Well, that's true. His parents would be really fucking old. Oh, but also back then they got married at like 18. That's so true. she'd actually be like. Oh, yeah. Like 50. Yep. Never mind, she's very capable of murdering. Oh, absolutely. I I, I changed my statement. I just (laughs) shudder to be at, like, a Thanksgiving with them. Oh, my God. So, Manny, what's actually in this turkey? (laughs) (laughs) Spill it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there was lots of fun little family secrets being thrown around, and his mother was overall very unreliable during the trial because she would blatantly state that she'd do anything for Gordon. So she would lie, she would kill, she would do anything for him. Like, in a maniacal state, not just love and devotion as a mother. There's so much, like, motherhood in this case. I know. It's really interesting. There's a wonderful Angelina Jolie angel goddess that she is. And this And then North (laughs) And then fucking North Cots. North Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. I hate that word. Next. (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah, and then finally, February the next year, so we're in 1929 now. So Gordon was convicted for the murders of the Winslow brothers... Um, and also an anonymous victim that they weren't able to identify. So they only got him on three. And one of them, they didn't even know the kid's so name. So it could easily be Walter. It could Or it could been, easily not be. Or it could be any of the other, like, 17 kids that yeah, yeah, exactly. that killed. So, yeah. And before he was hanged for his crimes, this is in the movie, too, he promised Christine Collins that he would finally reveal the truth to her about Walter, which she's been, like, you know, just completely in the dark about everything mm-hmm. for so long. And devoting her life to it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she's just devoted. Like, she will not stop until she gets answers. And so he told her that he would give her answers. Mm-hmm. And, and she, he very well knows that she oh, yeah. would do it. Yeah. yeah. And he promised if she would come to San Quentin and just have a meeting with him, he would tell her everything that happened mm-hmm. before he died. And what well, was hung for the three murders he got convicted for so she came to San Quentin. She's literally there at the prison and goes inside and meets with him. And he completely changes his mind. He's like, nope, I'm not going to talk to you. I can't talk to you. I'm about to be hung. Like, I, I'm not going to talk to you. Right. And, well. Yeah. Are you? Okay. Yeah. In, in like, mention of that, um, it's funny because it would be, like, <laughs> um, why on earth would he not want to tell her, you know, like, yeah. that's just, like, even, why would it, so you, there's you have crazy, nothing to lose. yeah, there's crazy yeah. of a 20 victim person, mm-hmm. um, telling someone what they did, whatever, right, um, but to refuse to tell the parent, knowing mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. and just do that, that's beyond insanity, oh, yeah, because you know full well what you're doing exactly at this point it's just torture of the victims and the victim's parents like you have nothing to gain nothing to lose it's just out of pure you're literally dying tomorrow yeah exactly what are you what are you trying to get at i know he wants to like bait her and make her feel like she's gonna get answers and then the last second he doesn't so that's either because for some weird reason he wanted her back or to just make Mm -hmm. her like trials of life 
20 times I'm worse. sure it was out of his own personal evil satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure he just got off on that. But, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, all in all, Walter Collins' body was never found, and his mother never gave up hope throughout her entire life. She always thought there was a chance that he might have escaped and could be out there trying to find his way home. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's Walter Collins and the Lineville Chicken Coop murders. It's so sad. But watch the movie, please. Yeah. So, do you get into, like, what the aftershock was or anything? They're, like, that's pretty much how it ended. Is she but what about, like, who got convicted of things? Like, the police force, did that actually happen? I, I didn't look into what happened in the police force later on, but I am pretty sure what the movie said about right. them being removed from power. J.J. Yeah. J. Jones, and then there was another the, guy. The, the chief. The mm-hmm. chief of police. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So both of, like, the most powerful figureheads in the movie, like, in the movie this stated, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it did actually happen. They were removed from the mayor. Yeah, and the mayor that they should be replaced. And the mayor in the movie who was in the same election terms as the chief and mm-hmm. um, captain of police mm-hmm. resigned from the next running. Yeah, exactly. they did mention that in the after credits. Mm, he yeah, resigned that's after, right. mm-hmm. like he you know withdrew yeah. his position, which is completely right. And I feel like that's the best I've seen something handled in a like in a very long time. I mean, but could it also have been because he was involved, so he didn't even want to like enact that suspicion of oh, I'm taking advantage yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. It w- it was necessary though, because at least they don't have any more power. You know, they're completely out. Yeah. So, so you think? Do you think he was a good or a bad guy? You know, in the in the terms of like, things. I oh, it's so hard because it's like there's that one cop that was really good and was like mm-hmm. talking with Sam. Yeah, the child investigator listening yeah. to him. Yep, yeah, exactly. He's the one who like found him. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason that you know. Um, what's his face Gordon was arrested so mm-hmm. yeah no there's like really good people yeah. in the police force during that time but I feel like so like so many of the people in power knew exactly what was going on did nothing right. about it or either contributing to their corruption or just not stopping ego. it yeah, yeah exactly because it's all about power and money mm-hmm. and reputation and you know not wanting to be yeah. seeming like a failure so they just yeah. cut corners and it's I really mean, bad I think in the movie, the pastor kind of portrayed society. Yeah. Because he yeah. was very open about... He was such like, a wake-up call for them. Like, right. he really turned The corruption, the abuse, all that in the police force. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess in the movie, he had a podcast that he would um, put out every weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Or every night. I'm yeah. not sure. But um, and it was super influential. And he mainly talked about the corruption in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. And then he was the one who ended up ended up vindicating her from right, the from mental the hospital psychiatry. and getting him a lo- getting yeah. her a lawyer too, a really good lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that guy was real. Oh yeah. The lawyer. Yeah. I know the lawyer was real. And I think the pastor uh-huh. just represented mm-hmm. the good. Right. You know? Exactly. So of course they've cast him as like a pastor. Right. Yeah, which makes sense. Um but and he, he was a he phenomenal was like, character. Yeah. He was he's very radical, yeah. but in a very like good way. Like he was right, like, really not this psycho radical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like with <laughs> So, just yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It's just heartbreaking. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, there you go. That, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I guess that is about it. Yep. About the changeling slash the, what was the, the Wineville murders? Yeah, the Wineville chicken coop murders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, if you, I highly recommend watching Changeling. I think it's yeah. just Changeling, the Changeling, two thousand eight yeah. version with mm-hmm. 
Angelina Jolie because it was so good. Oh, it's really good. Um, yeah, we accidentally started watching the 1980 version. Yeah, and it was not good. But you know, it, I'm just yeah. judging based on surface opinion. But right. Yeah. Um, Maybe someone loves that movie. It, it, it had potential. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this podcast, and here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, and so any comments, questions, suggestions, corrections, especially, mm-hmm. please. Yes. Um, or just stories, any stories, really. No feet pics, but stories. Please, God, no. <laughs> yeah, send us anything. Get those on my <laughs> um, To inaventofpodcast at gmail.com. A lot easier. Mm-hmm. So send them there. That is the email. Send anything. Also, same as with the Instagram, which is in event of podcast. Send us anything. It really, just no feet pics. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, just in case you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I feel like yeah. our sources oh, will yeah. be in the description. Yep. We'll put those in there. Yeah. And that is about it. So yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll get another episode out soon. We will definitely get another we episode. Oh, we are on soon. it. We're, we're already planning the movie. Right okay, now we're because... recording our, next, our yep. next episode. Yeah. So that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just please tune in for next time and keep it jiggy, folks. <laughs> <laughs>